The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Dontea Price-Lisco. Buckle up, y'all. It's the last episode of 2023, and we've got a lot of news to get through. A state investigation finds that the Henrico Hospital, where Ivo Otieno was initially treated, failed to meet standards of care. The 28-year-old died in the custody of sheriff's deputies in March while experiencing a mental health crisis. Features editor Whitney Evans has more. Two inspectors with the State Department of Health found Parham Doctors Hospital staff failed to provide Otieno with necessary medical treatment. The report shows Otieno was not evaluated by a psychiatrist during his six-hour stay at the hospital before he was discharged to sheriff's deputies and later brought to Central State Hospital, where he died. Investigators write Parham violated the Federal Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act because it did not demonstrate it stabilized Otieno's emergency medical condition within the HCA hospital's capabilities. Otieno's family recently settled an $8 million wrongful death lawsuit with the state and county. A state hospital employee and seven sheriff's deputies charged with second-degree murder in Otieno's death are set for separate trials in 2024. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Candidates are set for the January 9th special election in Southside Virginia's Senate District 9. The Virginia Mercury reports that Republican Tammy Brinkley-Mulchy, a Clarksville town council member, and Democrat Tina Wyatt-Younger, former South Boston vice mayor, will run to fill the seat. Outgoing State Senator Frank Ruff, who was re-elected in November, will retire in order to undergo treatment for cancer. The General Assembly will open its new session the next day on January 10th. Earlier this month, two federal grants totaling over $1 billion were awarded to major rail projects that will, one day, more quickly propel Richmond riders to D.C. or to North Carolina. Ian Stewart has more. Fixing rail infrastructure with the end goal of getting drivers out of their cars has been ongoing, says D.J. Statler, executive director of the Virginia Passenger Rail Authority. One of the things that we benefit from is that rush hour traffic and congestion is bipartisan. So whether you're Republican or Democrat and independent, if you are in traffic, you don't like it. Statler says by 2030, round trips from Richmond to D.C. will run almost hourly. But for riders looking for a Richmond to Raleigh Express, they'll have to wait a bit longer. When that line does open up, driver Daquan Love will be happy to ditch his car. He travels three hours to North Carolina twice a week for work. That's 12 hours total driving. I'd absolutely love to take the train because I could get some work done. Love says the challenge with taking Amtrak right now is frequency. There's only one train that leaves Richmond each day. And by the time it gets to Raleigh, his workday is done and he'd have to wait until the next day to get home. Ian Stewart, VPM News. Richmond's oldest craft brewery is leaving the restaurant business. Legend Brewing Company announced earlier this week on social media that beginning January 2nd, it will recenter its focus on the art of brewing beer. The Manchester neighborhood spot will convert its full-service restaurant to a, quote, dedicated tasting room with a limited food menu. 
Legend initially opened its doors back in 1994. In March, SNAP benefits reverted to pre-pandemic levels. Many residents are still grappling with food scarcity related to that during the holidays. Staff reporter Barry Green Jr. has more. In Central Virginia alone, more than 175,000 people were enrolled in SNAP as of November. Here's Cassie Edner from the Virginia Poverty Law Center. We have been getting calls to the um, SNAP helpline of people, you know, saying, I don't know how to feed myself now. Edner says many older adults or single person households are faced with difficult decisions every day, like how or if they'll eat. We have seen a significant amount of seniors being dropped down to $23 a month and they can no longer afford to feed themselves. You know, we hear of people that are saying, like, I have to choose between my insulin or having a healthy diet. Eddie Oliver, head of the Federation of Virginia Food Banks, says the increase in need is also readily apparent at food pantries around the Commonwealth. Our pantry lines are about 5 to 10 percent longer across the state compared to last year, which may not sound like a lot, but that amounts to tens of thousands of people when you think about the fact that we serve around 800,000 individuals each year. Oliver also noted another pandemic effect. Because grocery stores and manufacturers had to overcome years of supply chain issues, they have less food to donate now. Barry Green Jr., EPM News. Trash pickup will be delayed throughout Central Virginia over the next two weeks. Customers of the Central Virginia Waste Management Authority, Richmond and Tri-Cities residents, will not have pickup on December 25th and January 1st. Garbage and recycling collection will move to the following days both weeks with Friday pickups moving to Saturday. In Richmond, the East Richmond Road Convenience Center will be closed from today through Monday, December 25th. Homeward is a Richmond-based organization that helps people experiencing homelessness. Of the many challenges the group faces, Executive Director Kelly Kinghorn says distributing information to at-risk residents is one of the biggest obstacles. We know that there's other compassionate groups like trying to meet immediate needs, trying to connect people to resources. I think our biggest opportunity in our region is bringing those pieces together. Homeward operates a daily hotline at 804-972-0813 as a central point of entry for the Greater Richmond Continuum of Care, a coalition that seeks to prevent, reduce, and end homelessness in the region. From everyone here at VPM News, thank you so much for listening, watching, reading, and engaging with us. We're going to take a couple weeks off now, but you'll hear from us soon. We will be back on Thursday, January 4th. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. 
Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.